Hello and welcome to the Monday Night War Stories, your favorite two-man power trip and the living legend. Go on a little ratings war between WCW and WWF. This week, we're on the Go-Go home show for the Great American Bash for WCW. Wake me up before you go-go. There are rumors and innuendos going around that on Raw, we might be seeing the greater power tonight. Higher power. Well, they kept calling whatever they want. Yeah, JR's yeah. an idiot. Yeah, they the went back and forth. <laughs> higher, greater, the higher. Well, then you got to tell Undertaker, too, because he messed it up a couple times. <laughs> the greatest higher power of all time might be showing its face tonight. So let's get into this week's episode. But first, let me introduce you to your no-so crew. First, I'm going to do the dramatic pause, you know, like first. Fighting out of Springfield, Oregon, representing the Murder Death Kill Gang, Eastern Block Hit Club, Good Brother, gang affiliated, Murder Death Kill all, all fucking day. day, the man, the king, Corey fucking Mac! Fuck yeah. I'm excited to talk about Great American Bash today, motherfuckers. No Sells Living Legend, my people. Hi, everybody. And I'm your host, Joseph Lussell. So let's get to June 7th, 1999. We're in Cleveland, Ohio. Ugh, already down. For mm. Monday Nitro. Not even the Gund Arena, though. They weren't? Where no. Were they? The Cleveland State University Arena. Ooh. Whatever it was called. Jesus. Mm, yeah. Yeah, not a... <laughs> <laughs> not even the main building. Not even the main building. We're, 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 we're in WCW land time that we're just doing... Um, it's the college campus, college tour. campus tour until July fifth when they're in the uh, Georgia Dome again. <laughs> uh, let me see. We are we're in the yep Cleveland Convention Center. Yep. We start the show with the limo showing up, and it's the Macho Man and the ladies. Macho Man pull, has the limo driver pull out a little plastic container and has him take it off, and it looks like it's crap or sewage from uh, last week. What I gotta ask real quick is. Uh, what do y'all think about that fashion sense on old Mach? The bright pink jacket? Loved it. Between him and the women, I was a slapped in the face with how 1999 this is. <laughs> Felt it. Whoa. I felt like Randy Savage thought he was Ric Flair for a minute. That you know, Boa. I don't fault him for doing what so many legends are afraid to do, and that's reinvent yourself. Yeah. Because you get stale. Let's face it. Uh, the colorful 90s outfits wouldn't cut it at this point. Um, so he needed a fresh look. Um, so I give him credit. Um, how many guys have we seen that just doggedly stay with what they have because it worked 20 years ago? Look how stale Hogan was until Hollywood came around. That's fair. Um, so I give him credit. Um, and I feel like the look and the change would work if the... If the in-ring was still there, but let's be honest, he's toast. Yeah. He's, I mean, and, 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 uh, but then I give him credit for another thing then. With the, with the heel work and the three women, he knows he's toast, so he's doing smoke and mirrors. Mm-hmm. So I give him credit for that, too. At yeah. least he's not All in there. All he's got to hit is the elbow. Yeah. And he can't even do that anymore, it's right? Banned. He's hurting people. And it's banned, bro. Go to the, he has a great power driver. Go to that. Um. So, I love it. It's but scary, it, it scares me when he does it. I don't, it just but it looks weird. Because it jumps. <sighs> it makes me nervous. Um, but it ain't working. 
Yeah. Um, and I mean, let's be honest, the best worker of those four is uh, Miss Madness. Yeah, so, that's that's. Well, a she might be a man. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, which you can go back to the pay per view war stories. Uh, Halloween Havoc. 98? Oh, if we're talking greatest workers in the company right now, I would put Benoit, Mysterio, mm-hmm. Kidman, Charles Robinson, and Miss Madness. You can watch the downfall of a uh, Macho Man's career. Yep. When he jumps off that cage. Yeah. Halloween yeah. Havoc 97 is what did him in. Because remember, he was he was basically wrestling uh, put together with bubble gum and, and duct tape. For 98, for yeah. For 98. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's go to the uh, ringside with commentary of Tony, Bobby, and Eric Bischoff. Who either had a broken headset yeah. or just really liked doing this. He liked, I he, think he, had, he just really liked doing that. He had the headset close to his mouth, grabbing it, holding it so he can sound like this. Um, I guess let's go our first match as it's Hack versus Prince Ikea. Well, I'm out. <laughs> Hack comes out smoking a cigarette and Tony's losing it because, guys... Smoking on TV is against policy. You can't smoke on TV, according to Tony. So I can't smoke in a no, building. No, it is a policy, actually. It uh, is. On network TV. Yeah. Um, cable. On pay TV, you do what you want. But, but Giant was smoking a cigarette not too long ago. Oh, no, it's hypocrisy. Yeah. They have to get it over, you know? Yeah. They have to get Eric Bischoff as gunslinging uh, good guy over. Oh, yeah. So let's have the Sandman be the Sandman. Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't have a beer, too. Uh, J.J. Dillon comes out and tells Hack that he can't smoke. Hack uh, then blows smoke into Dillon's face. Bischoff then enters the ring. Bischoff tells him the same thing. Put it out or there's no match. Hack blows smoke into Bischoff's face. Hack then shoves Bischoff. Security comes in. Uh, Bischoff tells him to stay off. Then Bischoff slaps Hack and then says, All right, I'll let you wrestle now. So at this point, and this is... uh... Like, it's clear where they're going to go with Bischoff here pretty soon. But they haven't done it yet. He's not president in storyline. No, not in storyline. What power does he have to do anything? Like, why should anybody care if he's in the ring? Bingo. Like, I was just like, it doesn't. why would Hack give a fuck? You aren't in charge of it. You're not. Just people think... Theoretically, it's Piper, but I'm really kind of confused about that. But like commissioner. It's, yeah. like, He's a commissioner, but Flair's president. You're like but commentary, it's essentially. Like, you're not anything. Yeah. Um, so you're not wrong. You're not. So we have a match between... Uh, I mean, there's people in the ring. I don't uh, know what call it a match. Yeah. Uh, Chassis <laughs> blows a fire extinguisher in Ikea's face. Hack oh. uh, swantons Ikea, who's on a table, but the table doesn't break. Hack then puts the table in the corner and then throws Ikea. Uh, Hack throws Ikea through into the table, still doesn't break. Hack then covers for the win. Uh, you covered up Bischoff's line though. What? Recall Chastity, a movie star. And yeah, he's like, ooh, not touching that one. He also like <laughs> did a little gay baiting on the fan at ringside. You hear that? I did. Uh, see that guy over there? The sign says he's Big Papa Pump's hookup. I don't think he knows what that means, <laughs> or maybe you're, he does. You're doing it wrong. Uh, <laughs> Them telling, uh, them telling Hack to put the cigarette lasted longer than this match. That's a good thing. Uh, oh, Hugh Morris and Brian Nobbs then come out and attack God Hack. Damn it. Kidman then comes out of nowhere to make the save on. Who did Kidman piss off? For save Hack. Uh, but Nobbs and Morris attack him, and then Hack and Nobbs then fight up the ramp. Morris brings Kidman up, and Nobbs hits him in the head with a kendo stick. Is Kidman already fucking Tory? 
I was thinking, I was like, what the fuck happened to Kidman, dude? I Jesus. Mean, purposely put him in two Christ. of the worst feuds there is. He is just jobber to jobbers now. Yep. Uh, you don't call a feud with Hugh Morris upward mobility? Uh, no, no, I mean, I, I do with Brian Knobs. I don't. Kidman's getting power bombed all of a sudden. Like, fuck, <laughs> what are we doing? Uh, then we get the Nitro Girls. Right. And then we get the Nitro intro at 12 minutes into the show. Oh, we also you know also forgot something else. Easy E went uh, a little blast to the past to start the show. In case you were thinking of turning the channel, don't bother the higher powers VM. Oh, that that's coming up. Next yeah. match. Yeah. Next, yeah. I thought he did at the very beginning. No. That's the next match. Next match. Uh, we get a recap for you last week. Say the name. Up a question for you. Yeah. You can't say the name. Uh, we get a recap from last week's show. The main event uh, cage match. Uh, Tank Abbott helping Steiner beat Sting. I Mach- think the less this thing is uh, shown, the better. Yeah, Macho uh, beating up Fake Nash or uh, Fake Cash. Nevin Cash. Nevin Cash. Uh, Flair banning the elbow drop. Young up and cover. Uh, Nash using the septic tank hose of spray into Macho's limo. We go back to commentary. Hey, Lewis. Lewis's septic septic service. Sorry, I apologize. Yeah, how dare you, sir? Get a free pub in there I, while you're at it. I apologize. <laughs> uh, they start talking about the Nash Macho Man match at Grand Mac and Bash. This is when Bischoff goes, Hey, guys, don't change the channel. The guy under the hood, his initials are, uh, I believe, VM, um, I believe. Yeah. Uh, Can't then, say the name, but VM, mix something. Uh, then he says he has a $100,000 lawsuit against $110 million. $110 million. What? That would be Sable. Oh, that'd be Sable uh, sued McMahon in the WWE for $110 million Gotcha. For um, unsafe work practice, and she wanted her name. She wanted to be an actress, but she wanted to be called Sable. Stay tuned for that. Some type of higher power, as he called him. Yep. And, and he but, got it right. And then he's, <laughs> yeah, Bischoff got the term right. Yeah. There. And then uh, saying, like, yeah, they just, just keep rehashing the same old storyline over and over again. And I'm like, mm, are you really one to. I don't know. And, uh, and by uh, the way, Glass House, Stones, something. And, and by the way, guys, uh, Dennis Rodman, <laughs> back with Toasty Dunn. I was like, God damn it. Can I spoil something for you guys? Sure. Yeah. Why the fuck not? He only wrestles once. Good. It's at Road Wild. Oh, yep. I know against who. But it's against Macho Man. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Can you imagine that match? I can't wait. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so, Joe, uh, we're, I'm a no-sell. <laughs> uh, right now. I, I'm marking out hard for this one. <laughs> <laughs> um, Come on. Any storyline that involves Arliss in character cannot be bad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're not rehashing the new same things. Yes. So we're not at WCW. No base switch here. Because <laughs> our next match, ladies and gentlemen, Lenny Lane versus Scotty Riggs. God damn it. How did it get worse after Hack and Prince Iakea? But don't worry. Lodi comes out to the ring to watch the match. Should be, I think he has an eye for somebody. You could almost hear Bischoff want to say, hey, he looks gay now. However, the funniest thing is Tony going, Lodi did that on Thunder last Thursday. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. He did not. No, he we watched Thunder. Yeah, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. I would have talked about it. The weird thing about this match is Bischoff, of all things, critiquing Lenny Lane's fashion sense with yellow tights and red hair. He's like, yeah, it's a bad look. He shouldn't go with yellow tights. Somebody tell him not to wear yellow tights anymore. Listen here, brother. <laughs> yeah, rabbits. that was a... I don't like that, uh, dude. I'm in, bl- I'm in black and white now, dude, but uh, yellow... <laughs> Still the host of the And I was like, what a weird takeaway from this match. Right. I mean, it was that boring. Actually, I'd probably be like, it, And it was a nitro special. Is there anybody else that wears yellow? No. Norma Smiley. No. 
Norman Smiley, but not for I, long. You would think Hogan would definitely want that one blocked. <laughs> <laughs> Listen here, dude. <laughs> I know, brother. Uh, now, when you say brother, I mean brother. Uh, Rink, guy, yeah. brother. Rinks wins with the, his version of the Famouser. God damn it. This is bad. This is, you know, this reminds me of WWE in 2020 in a lot of ways. They are just throwing shit at the wall. Oh, yeah. And have no sense of who they are. So you know what this, this is, guys. We haven't had it for a while, though. But fuck it is back on air. Yeah. Yep. Well, let's go backstage with Rick Flair as he's talking to Chris Benoit. There was lounging and couches. This- and he's talking. He wants to be. A, he wants Benoit to be a horseman again. He wants him to trust him again. Benoit says all the respect he had for him uh, after last week is gone. He doesn't know if he can trust him again. Flair wants to make Flair, it up to Benoit. <laughs> it's Flair. Ask Sting. Yeah. Uh, Flair brings up the arm feud that him and him and Flair had years ago. They had to fight it out, and they made up. Look at them now. Uh, Flair wants Benoit to trust him and give him another chance. Benoit said he'll consider it. Uh, Saturn walks in and then wants a rematch for the tag titles. Flair says, whoa, whoa, hang on, bro. That's my gift to Ben Chris. Me and him tonight are going to go one-on-one with DDP and Bam Bam for the tag titles. And Saturn's like, oh, I know what you're doing here. You're just helping, you know, I know what you're doing here. Uh, ben Ross says that the two guys that laid him, uh, those are the two guys that laid him out and you just watch and Flair goes off saying, don't worry about it. That was last week. It's fine. You know, I, I just want to be with you again. You know, they can't defeat us if we're together in the ring together. Uh, then all of a sudden, Benoit agrees on the hug. I thought Flair did a good job of convincing him that it would be okay, even though you know Flair's going to stab him in the back because he's only done it to everybody a million times. But I thought the reasoning with the crazed Flair was was good. Um, Benoit just comes off like a schmuck. Yep. The only parts of these skits that I like are when somebody like talks to Flair without respect, and he like that's the only like interaction. When he loses it, was like, "Where's the respect?" Hey, Rick, what's my name? See the sign? I'm I'm the president. That's the Rick. You're not talking. Only parts of these I like. I'm the world champion. I'm the I'm the president of the United States. Woo, woo, you're fired. Uh, So then we go uh, back to the ring. As we get another promo, as it's Macho Man Randy Savage and the ladies, uh, Eric Bischoff says that someone buzzed him from the back, and that is sewage that he's bringing out from Lewis's septic tank. You don't say. Brought to you here by Lewis Septic Tank. Like, who didn't? I mean, it... uh, Macho says that Nash is in the building. <laughs> he's checked everywhere. Masha, uh, Macho says that he, will have to, he wants the match now, but I guess he will have to wait for the Great American Bash. Uh, Macho ha- then does an open challenge for tonight because Nash isn't here. Uh, Macho wants to pour the sewage on whoever comes out, and then Sting comes out. Let me stop you real quick. Got it. I loved this part because of what they didn't do. There was no theme music. He just walked out, and the crowd lost their shit. It made it so much cooler. You notice that... Most of the time, they don't give Sting the music. They just let him walk out yeah. and do stuff. Or they yeah. forget. They, they forget. get it right with Sting. They forget. <laughs> uh, Sting comes out and he uh, accepts the challenge. And Macho calls him a stupid. And uh, he calls Macho gay. Yeah. Uh, he Macho says <laughs> that uh, pretty in pink. <laughs> uh, he has all his money and all the ladies and just for the entertainment value. There's a lot of people calling people gay on this show. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, Very ninety nine. Right. Yeah, uh, he's going to use the uh, tonight as a tune-up match for the Great American Bash. 
And Sting leaves by saying Macho Man uses Viagra. It's like he's like <laughs> and he just throws it in at the end. Like he's like, is the mic still on? Got it. Macho Man uses Viagra. Macho knew that was coming. No. Oh no. It just it was so off. That we're like what? What? Yeah. Like, I can't get it up. It came out of nowhere because Sting was off air. He's like, what's sure, on camera? I'm sure Macho had a talk with him in the background. After that, Ooh, brother, dude. and I'm sure Sting was like, "Well, bitch, I'm not a tune-up. Eat a dick, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sting, motherfucker." Then we get the Nitro Girls. <laughs> Sting's like, "You want to shoot? I'll shoot, bitch." <laughs> <laughs> then we get a recap with Lewis's septic. As we once again, we see the the spraying of Macho, and then it's good hey, shit, pal. Hey Literally. guys, Kevin Nash is here. Oh, hey, he's here. Uh, he's coming down the ring as he's carrying a bag. He he's dra- dragging a bag. He's dragging a bag. Considering what's in it, I'm like, Jesus. Right? He grabs a chair, puts the bag on the chair, and he says he was running late. He had he was running late. He has his gear, calls out Macho. Macho Man then comes back out with the bucket after talking with Sting in the back. Macho calling him a stupid and how he's not in his league. Macho and the ladies get into the ring, and but Nash then runs out. And then runs up the ramp. Macho wants Nash tonight. Uh, Nash says he wants Macho to get on his knees and beg for a match tonight. Uh, then the bag behind Macho starts to unravel. And there's somebody in the bag. Took a while to get to this. Yep. The person then gets out of the bag. Which I'm sure she was thrilled with. Yeah. Uh, she, I, it looked like she was struggling. Well, yeah. Like passing out. Yeah. And breathe. She, uh... <laughs> Pours the sewage over Macho and then runs to the crowd as commentary is laughing. That could not have been easy for that. Even if, if you're a contortionist or anything oh my like God, no. dude. that. So had to be then we get a replay of the lady pouring the sewage, and then we had to get to watch the cleanup crew try to clean up the mat. I can't believe you don't have another mat. Right? Do- I know WWE changes it like eight times eight a show. Eight times a show. You're going to make guys wrestle on that? Yes, they will. Even though it was, what, dog food, maybe? Yeah. But still. But like... I wouldn't want to wrestle on dog food. Uh, nope. Our next match is for the WCW Tag I mean, Team Championship. Wrestle, wrestle death, so I mean, whatever. Nah, I'm yeah. Not sure. As it's DDP and Bam Bam versus Chris Benoit, Ric Flair with Arn Anderson. Flair gets Pyro in the ring? I'm, he probably didn't know about it. Uh, Benoit hits a suicide dive through the... Uh, a tope suicido through the ropes... Onto Bam Bam. Benoit hits his headbutt super early in the match. Benoit puts the crossface on Paige, but Paige grabs the ropes. Uh, Flair puts the figure four on on DDP. Bam Bam breaks it up, but he misses by misses his headbutt on Flair, so he just lets go. We get a Nitro special with this match. Uh, ben- I didn't mind it in this match. Yeah, I didn't mind it. Uh, Benoit goes to tag Flair in, but then Flair short arms him and walks away. Arn's yelling at Flair, what are you doing? Visions of Halloween Havoc 95 all over again. Uh, Saturn then, uh, Arn get, takes off his you shirt. you can't listen to here on thisentertainment.com. Yeah. They didn't do it. <laughs> yeah, we were dumb. We were dumb. We, we were young. You know what that means? That does mean it qualifies for a retro it does. Yeah, it does. Shit. Uh, Arn takes his shirt off, gets amped up, as he, and the crowd's pumped for this because he's tagging himself in. But then Saturn runs down saying, I got this. Sat, then... Uh, Benoit tags in Saturn. Saturn cleans house, hits a Death Valley driver on page for the win. Your new WCW Tag Team Champions, Chris Benoit and Saturn. Canyon then comes out to come celebrate with Saturn, but then he hits Saturn with a flatliner, and DDP and Bam Bam attack Benoit. Uh, Bam Bam and DDP hit their double-team diamond cutter on both men. 
Paige then diamond cuts the ref. Uh, Tony then finally puts two and two together that Canyon was faking it last week. But then DDP and Pam Bam leave with the title belts. So, uh, a lot there. I was going to say, there's a lot to unpack here. To me, it felt like when Arm got up on the apron and was ready to get the match, the crowd was cheering because they knew they were supposed to, not because they wanted it. It didn't feel genuine, and it felt like it should have been a bigger moment, and just it didn't feel that way to me. I can kind of see that. I, there's a lot here. Uh, first of all, I thought it was a pretty damn good match up until it got crazy. Um, you knew the flare turn was coming. Yeah, it was like um, obvious from it was the entertaining. Promo. Like the way he did it was entertaining. Was Plus, like, they also uh, uh, they, they also managed to make it entertaining in the fact that Arn wasn't in on it with him, right? And was like, "What are you doing?" And then tried to go himself. But then Saturn comes in and Benoit attacks Saturn, which leads to Arn could be discontented now, too. Um, also, man, look at Saturn out of that draft. He just reminds him how good he is. Right. Like, when he just gets to wrestle. Right. And then with Raven out and Malenko out, this, I guess, makes the most sense trying to keep the tag division alive. Told you. Yeah. They were just... I, I'm just confused with... with, uh, <laughs> with uh, Page and Bam Bam taking the belts. Uh, they explained that. Yeah. Yeah. They decided they felt that they didn't lose. We'll find out on uh, maybe Thunder. Then we get a promo for the Great American Bash. Flashback to Ricky. I got to watch Thunder to find out. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Great American Bash promo with, Matt, uh, with Macho Man and Kevin Ash. They're just promoting that one match since. Well, as of right now, even though even though we know there's a few other ones, as of right now, we only know of one. There's not a lot of meat on that bone. Oh, we know of two. Yeah. Three. There's, there's two old guys. There's oh, also, yeah. don't forget country versus rap. Oh, rap is crap. You know what wasn't crap? This next match, as it's LaParco oh, yeah. Silver yes. King versus Damien and Sycope. I will spoil it now. My fucking match oh, tonight. Yes. Oh, yes. my oh, God. This, this was a train wreck of the best can possible we, can we just have Can we just have Mexican hardcore <laughs> matches every week? This was more hardcore than the hardcore matches that Hack does. 100%. Holy shit. Uh, first off, the match begin, or before the match even begins, uh, Tony is mad because the Nitro Girls don't dance at the tables anymore. Because like, we come back from commercial or... Network yeah. does, and Tony's like, they used to dance by us all the time. Now they never do. They're up with DJ Ran. I've Damn. got a heart on. Damn it. Tony should be like, you know what? Rap is crap. Yeah. <laughs> so this match is a Falls Count Anywhere Mexican hardcore match. Death match. Uh, hell yeah, yes. it was. Um, the, the announcers, man. Tony was loving this match. <laughs> yeah. He was losing it. Uh, we start off with each every person hitting each other with chairs and trash cans. Secope hits a baseball slide into a chair into La Parca. Secope tries to hit his suicide dive, but La Parca lays uh, a chair into him. At that move, I was like, fuck, he swung for the fences. Yep. He probably apologized. Uh, like The Rock. Yeah. Spring, uh, Silver King does a springboard to the outside, but Damien throws a chair at him. <laughs> Tony's laughing. Move in the history of Tony's wrestling. losing it. Uh, La Parca puts Damien on a chair on the outside and does a suicide dive. Silver King puts a trash can over Secope and does a backward splash onto the trash can. <laughs> Leparka and Damien fight on the top turnbuckle, and Leparka pulls Damien off it onto into a, a chair. chair. Jesus. Like, nope. <laughs> nope. 
uh, table and flies at the announce table because Tony's like, I have it. Yeah, uh, I was like, holy I, fuck, he almost killed somebody. But you know what? I'm going to keep this here. <laughs> uh, Silver King suplexes secret play to the outside through a table. Leparka super power bombs Damien off the top rope, but Damien kicks out. Leparka then power bombs Damien onto two chairs for the win. That didn't move. Nope. Yeah. He just ate that. Yeah. I, I, this match was fantastic. Fuck, this match was fun it was as fun. shit. It was fun. When I first when I saw the park, I was like, "Well, I'm in." Yep. And yeah. then I heard the match, I was like, "Oh Jesus Christ!" And then it gave then it gave like ten minutes, and dude. It, felt, it was worth it. I loved this. It was holy fun. god, dude. This is like the seed that would become GCW. Like this right. is yep. fucking phenomenal. This, this was, was like, whoa, whoa, guys. The WF hardcore guys were taking notes. Like, Jesus Christ, they're just flinging chairs at their heads. Yeah. My God, dude. What a fun fucking match. Now I want to see a Mexican death uh, promotion. Oh, my God. Can you imagine that? If they go like this for the whole card. Jesus Christ. Main event loser gets arm amputated. <laughs> I, a literal eye for an eye match. <laughs> yeah. Booked by my kid. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, Mr. Gravy. Um... So we go from that to then backstage at the NWO, black and white. As Scott Norton's questioning the whereabouts of the NWO last week it's after like, the cat attacking him. It's like hanging by a thread. Hanging uh, by a they tell him what they happened. They're like, hey, like we, d- we saw that you were pissed and we didn't want to get in your way. Um. As they kept trying to tell him, like, no, we had a ride for you. We had, you know, we had everything for you and this and that. And it's just like <sighs> hanging by a thread. So then we go to our next match as it's the cat versus Horace. <sighs> yes, Horace. I'm not getting Horace involved in some of that death match from the match previously. Well, I'm saying. I'm for it. Um, hey, you ever seen the park and horse in the same place at the same time? No, before I the haven't. Match, before, Holy shit. There it is. Before the match, the cat... How hilarious would that be, by the way? If it was uh, fucking Horace the be, entire time. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before the match, the cat cuts a little promo saying how he shocked the world by beating Scott Norton with one kick. Cat uh, then challenges anybody. Uh, he wants to be known as the greatest of all time and the godfather of funk. Then out of nowhere, horror shows up. Match begins. Cat's not wearing wearing a singlet. I like the white singlet he has tonight. Later in the week, not a fan of. Don't like the black one. No. Why not? Uh, I don't know. It just looked weird on him. Uh, ono distracts the refs so the cat uh, so the cat can hit horse with a crowbar again. During this match, the light flickers. <laughs> uh, the ref does the count, and the but the crowbar is literally. Literally, yeah, like, in front of him. Well, du- Literally in That's the ring. That's WCW nutshell, isn't it? Yeah. You've been to plenty. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, then they do a picture-in-picture picture of the NWO, and they say that they get, It sounds like they said we have to get out of here, but then the NWO leave, and they but come But Norton's out. like, hell, let's go get them. Yeah. Like, the only one who has balls. Then they, uh, yeah, then they run down and chase off the cat, and I love this part right here. CV Ray is picking up Horace, and Horace <laughs> is like, Am I in Tampa? That's funny. And like, Stevie uh, Ray's like, no, I think Pittsburgh. And then you hear like Vincent go, we're in Cleveland. Stevie Ray's like, I don't care. Yeah. That was funny. It was like the, uh, the scene in basketball. <laughs> it's funny how those guys actually do like, they travel so much, they forget what town they're in. They're yeah, like, I don't know, or somewhere. I saw the fact. Oh, man, I mean, am I in Tampa? No. It's the same. You're in Albuquerque. You know. No. 
How dare you disparage Pittsburgh by calling it Cleveland? <laughs> That's the if you were going to put it in him somewhere, you stick it right here in Pittsburgh. Uh, he regrets that line, but I'm like, why? It's why? perfect. It's so good. Nice. It's, it's his second greatest line. Yeah, it's the second greatest line. Do you realize how many times I've used that term for right? wherever we're talking about? <laughs> second greatest line he ever said. Some guy at work when we were still, you know, in buildings was talking about how much he loves Texas because he's from Texas. And I yeah. used that line and he got all kinds of pissed. <laughs> oh, them Texans yeah, can he, take themselves seriously. Yeah, he. Uh, <laughs> oh, I had heat over. <laughs> then, <laughs> then we go to the Nitro Girls. And then we go to the meet. Uh, uh, what, what, what's this time of the hour? The, the shank, shank of yep. the evening. I love it. That's right. As it's me and Gene, and he brings out Roddy Piper. The reality check. But first off, both men have to suck up to Cleveland. Can't Piper They're doing the same lines? Doing the same lines, but Piper goes, "Can't wait for the new Cleveland Browns." Who, 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 who? Piper says hoo. he's gonna uh, make uh, Flair bleed to death at the pay per view. Jesus Christ! Right out of nowhere, <laughs> uh, Piper says once he gets control of the company, he's gonna stir it up. You know what it was? He was emboldened by that Mexican death match. Yep. Uh, Piper makes fun of the young guys going around bitching, complaining why Piper and him are in the main, uh, Flair and him are in the main event. Piper begins to buffer things, and then he calls out, Ooh, ladies and gentlemen, Buff Bagwell. Buffy. Bagwell. Buffy Bagwell. And then Gene leaves the ring. That's legit. Uh, Gene leaves the ring. Um, during uh, Buff's entrance, Tony brings up that there's some grumblings going around back that the young t- about the young talents being angry at the old talents. Piper then uh, questions Buff. Hey, how long have you been a wrestler? Eight years. Have you ever wrestled MSG? I wasn't born yet. The lamest fucking... What? Does that even... What? If he really wanted to... Get him with a sick burn. He'd be like, "Well, we can't work MSG, so no, I haven't." No, yeah, no, I wasn't born yet. And then he's like, "No, New York was too scared we'd outsell them, so we can't work in the building." Then they, then he asks him again. He's like, "No, I haven't." Piper then brings up Buff's injury from last year. Then the times he faked the injury multiple times. Piper asks, "Would you cheat to become champion?" Buff says, "Yes." And then all of a sudden, Piper's like, "You know what? If I win at the pay per view, I'm gonna give you the ball." Because Piper's the baby face, and once Buff said, yeah, I'd cheat and do anything to win, he's like, I like you. Ugh, this was terrible. It was. And you forgot Buff making fun of Piper's 1975 boots and tights. Yeah. Yep. And um, this is this is horrific. Um, I, that, they both suck on Mike. They both suck in ring. They're, this is nothing anybody asked for or wanted. Yeah. Speaking of that, let's go backstage with the ladies of Macho Man as they're sitting in a limo saying I it's mean, girls' night. I'm a fan of girls' yours. And then Kevin Nash walks past them. Nash questions if Macho Man's in there. And they it's say, ladies' and he's night. night. And the feeling's right. Hello, ladies. A little cool in the game. Uh, they want him to join them tonight, and he, he's like, no. The big sex boski. Uh, I'm good. <laughs> and then um, sex works. they ask him, hey, can you help us open this bottle of champagne? Nash is like, okay, I will, but you all have to get out. So he exits. He looks in the limo, no macho. Nash then yells at the driver to pop the trunk. Nash puts the bag in, and it sounds like he's it's still like the lady back in the back. <laughs> yeah. Ride the truck, bitch. <laughs> it sounds like, and it looks like he's still in the limo. Uh, then Nash says, hey, uh, you guys want in? Want to come with? Well, first, Medusa says, Ducey is seducing you. Mm. 
Uh, but then they asked him if he could handle three, and he goes, yeah, on a bad night. <laughs> so Shoot, then he, he gets in, but then Medusa slams the door. Then the driver window comes down, and it's the... And he, and he goes, where to, Stephanie? Yeah, right. Oh, no. <laughs> no, wrong no. show. Are you sure? <laughs> wrong For show. what he did. <laughs> As it's the macho man, Randy Savage. What's he say? I'll take it up here, nurse. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh... I think it was like, you'll be a jackass or something like uh, that. It's one of those things. It was one of those things of like. You could be a smart ass? Yeah. You thought you could be a smart ass. And then Macho drives the limo a little Which bit. That makes sense, by the way. He wasn't. What? Anyways. Fine. Well, he punked him out. He punked him out by putting you think you're Lewis a smart ass by punking me out twice. <sighs> so then uh, Macho drives a little bit, gets out, and then a Hummer comes out of nowhere and rams the, the uh, limo multiple times. Then. We get we have to get the hero shot of Kevin Nash punching the window That's what out. Kevin Nash looked after he got hit. Looks dead and yeah. He was showing Goldberg how to do it. Here's how you do it. But yeah, Kevin. So guys, attempted, attempted murder, ve- vehicular yeah. manslaughter. All yeah. right. Yeah. I mean, see, they're trying to be WWE because WWE's kicking their ass so bad. Yeah. They're with with the septic and this car crash. They're, they're trying to ape the Attitude Era. They're getting away from what made them who they were, which is what their audience wanted, which is what would have kept you probably in business. They're going away from what, yeah, what you said, Corey. They're going away from what they're known for to try to like, be the PG sleazy so version of what Raw is being In right the now. early 90s, they were a ripoff of WWF, so nobody cared. And it did badly. When they became different, that's when they won. Mm-hmm. They but, then started to be like WWF again, and guess what happened again? What in the fuck? That cannot feel good. No. Anyway. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Hummer getting <laughs> smashed into Yeah, a... that ain't going to feel good, a Hummer. What? <laughs> Not all the time. Well, yeah. Depends. A lot of teeth. But was, was everybody want? Did, did you guys enjoy the hero shot of Nash trying to punch the... No. No. Uh, you know, the Booker's got to look strong. Uh, Booker man. Booker man. The big sexy pencil. Uh, then let's go to our next match as it's Bobby Duncan Jr. versus another junior as it's Rey Mysterio Jr. Hey, hold on. Who's the better senior, Corey? Bobby Duncan Sr. Yeah? He had a pretty good career in the 70s, managed by Bobby Heenan in the AWA. Him and Blackjack Lanza were a good team. Um, Rey Mysterio Sr. did well in Mexico, but he was never, like... Rey Mysterio Jr. by this time had already far eclipsed whatever Rey Mysterio Sr. had done. Um, so, uh, yeah. Kurt Henning joins commentary. I love the fact that Kurt and Bobby suck up to each other, calling each other the best announcer. That makes sense. He used to manage him. I mean, like, I like it. So we have Kurt Henning at commentary. Mysterio and Junior, uh, Mysterio and Conan come out wearing gas masks. That's and- the thing is, like, Henning is good at commentary. He's not doing this stupid-ass storyline. He's yeah. actually good at commentary. Right? But yeah. then... Conan then goes to the DJ booth. And when he's not drunk, he, he appeared sober today. Yeah. So we have four, a four-man commentary. <laughs> yeah, with one guy out in the fucking boonies yeah. with DJ Ren. Um, Ray spins into the ring like the 619. Um, Duncan uh, Duncan is right next to him, and they don't know what to do. So then they, they stand still for a mem- moment. Uh, Dobie's calling the Bronco Buster the Rough Rider. Yep, they... Yeah. Yep. Makes sense, Ray Mysterio, with this hip-hop. Yep. 
Uh, Ray goes for a Hurricane Rana, but Henning gets on the apron and hits Ray. Henning and Duncan beat up Ray until uh, Conan shows up from the boon- boonies to make the save. Maybe that's why you don't do commentary from the next building over. Right. <laughs> He's uh, we- in the Gundarina doing commentary while they're in the... <laughs> <laughs> we get a promo for WCW.com. The new the My ass. No, my ass. It was called WCWWrestling.com. Oh. Yeah, it was. They took it's out a, the wrestling. It's a new address. Get the wrestling out. Ironically, the company that didn't need to change their address for long-term ramifications did it. And the one who should have decided they were too big and important. I'm sure that won't bite them in the ass. Nah. I don't think so. Hey, but you didn't hear about it. So you can look up 25 of your favorite superstars. Yeah. That's it. I, I saw this and I was like, okay, this is totally nineties. Was a different thing back then. I guess this Jesus. was this was totally nineties looking. But I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, is this new? Because this shit looks old. Yeah. So let's do a recap of uh, nothing old but new as the attempted murder of Kevin Nash happened. As Tony's going to ask for the third time, who was the driver of the Hummer? We come back from commercial, and they, uh, Tony gets word that medical people are treating Kevin Ash in the back. Then we go back to commercial. All I, all I can think of, like, guys, it's been two weeks. <laughs> this is the fucking shit we're doing two weeks later. Yep. Yep. We're going to, like, not show the ring for long periods of time and, like, not do anything. You just give concerned outlooks like we're doing this. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we had a, then the Steiner brothers come out to no, mu- to no music. Uh, they go through their catchphrases. Uh, Scott says when Sting was wrestling uh, Rick last week, Scott was in the back looking to see if anybody would come out and help him, and guess what? Nobody did. Which I believe I brought up last week on last week's show. Yes, you did. Uh, Scott says wherever Rick is, he'll be there. Is Scott hurt? Yes. Uh, to me, it sounds... His shirt looked like baggy for no reason. I was like, mm. In fact, I'll just go ahead and say it now since he you know, doesn't wrestle again. He, if they eventually vacate the U.S. title... He's. It's a pretty damn serious back injury. That oh, it's back. They were pretty sure he would have to retire. Jesus Christ! Wow. I mean, that's how serious. It like was. Tommy Dreamer, like level, like yeah, fucked up. Like you know, this is fucked up. If you weren't, if you were a normal human being, you may not walk. As it is, you probably won't wrestle. But because he's a freak, no pun intended. Genetic freak. Um, it's all natural. He was. I mean, he, he was able to come back eventually, but this is a serious. Sounds out. Till late December. Jesus Christ, this company, man. So, yeah, you lost Big Papa Pump now, too. Fuck. To me, during this promo, it sounded like they were challenging Sting to a match tonight. Even they lost the most over guy in the company? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, no problem. Guys, guys. No no worries there, right? Guys, 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 guys. They have Buff Bagwell. Yeah, Buffy. He's going to get the ball. Only on Thunder, sir. No. On Nitro. He's getting the ball. He's fucking nothing. Yeah. He's going to get the ball, dude. He's going to get the ball. Um... Then we get a uh, from earlier tonight the girls the girl coming out and pouring sewage all over Macho recap. Then we get a promo from Disco Inferno. Uh, Disco me. says that Bagwell has dropped the ball already. Bag when Disco Disco says when Bagwell wrong. had the chance uh, to tell Piper that he sucks, he didn't. Not wrong. He just says Buff has the stuff. Uh, that is why Buff was kicked out of the Wolf Pack again. Not wrong. Not I mean, wrong. He, he, Speaking of it. Yeah, this is a true promo. Uh, uh, Disco challenges Buff to a match tonight, and uh, and he wants to show Disco that he's the man. 
Buff Bagwell comes out wearing normal clothes. Um, while he was coming out, Tony says Eric Bischoff is on WCW.com right now, and he's talking about the Nash situation. Uh, Buff tells Disco that he was right about that he got kicked out of the Wolfpack, but Disco was never in the Wolfpack. Also not wrong? I mean, is this the feud we really need right now? Yes. It's the one we deserve. It's the one we deserve. (laughs) (laughs) We lost Big Papa Pump. We gotta start a Buff Disco feud. God damn it. God damn it. Speaking of that, our next match is Buff Bagwell and Disco and Prono. <laughs> Don't say. Uh, Disco gives Buff two low blows and as he's got st- changed quick. No, he just took the shirt off. Uh, we get a we get a commercial in this match, and it's a Nitro special two segment Buff Disco match. Damn! As Bagwell wins with the second rope blockbuster. You would fucking hope. So my my big flaw with this young versus old storyline that they seem to be cultivating these are the wrong youngs is the fact that they're <laughs> building buff and disco as two of the prominent young guys literally earlier he said he's been wrestling in this company for eight years so he's not that makes you not young in this company yeah yeah i mean i mean if you want to be technical about it he's you're been a vet. here he's been here longer than he's the vet yeah he was part of the so NWO. He, came back, he came back in 93 <laughs> Must yeah. been here longer than Flair. <laughs> he, Think about that. He was part of the NWO Wolfpack Elite, yeah. the elite members of the you roster, know, right? Like... No, I guess that's terrible. Let's that's go terrible. our main event as it's Macho Man with the ladies versus Sting. Macho Man is coming out wearing just a black T-shirt. He's wearing the buff gear, not as a normal fighting wrestling gear. Bell rings and then Gorgeous George instantly jumps on the back of Sting. Um, Smoking mirrors. Macho fights with the glasses on for a little bit. Uh, Macho Man gets, uh, Miss Madness gets on Sting to hit a, uh, on the top of Sting, and Medusa kicks Sting while Macho is distracting the ref, the, the smoke and mirrors. With some of the lightest kicks you've ever seen in your life. Yep. Macho throws powder into Sting's eyes. Miss Madness goes for a hurricane run off the top rope, but Sting shoves her to the ground. Randy then punches the ref and gives him a power driver. Another ref comes out and calls for the bell, but Randy goes after him. Not Mickey J. Sting goes for a singer splash, but I Macho said Mickey James. Oh no! Uh, Sting goes for the uh, splash, but Macho pulls Miss Madness in front of her. In front of him, goes for her again, but Miss uh, but Macho pulls Medusa, sacrificing his women. But then Sting jumps over Gorgeous George well, and hits Savage. Pushes her out of the way to save her. Uh, yeah, hard. Yeah. By the way, did you see after, maybe. Like, he, she was like, fuck, Maybe dude. a little harder than he meant to. but uh, She's like about 48, 7 pounds, you know what I mean? Because the storyline was supposed to be, he'll sacrifice the other two. Yeah. But that's his woman. Yeah. Uh, Sting hits him with the third splash, then the Steiners come out and attack Sting, but then Lex Luger runs down with the baseball bat to make the save. All right. The Steiners surround the ring, and that is how we end the show. So, oh, before God. we go to... Uh, yeah. Why did they squash Sting? It's WCW. No, it, like it's WCW. You know what I mean? Like it's WCW after Hulk Hogan signed. You know what I mean? Do you like, really need to ask. It's like Sting Dude. gets squashed during the match, yeah. and then and after the DQ, then he finally gets his offense. When has Sting looked strong besides when he wasn't wrestling? When Hogan signed. Mm-hmm. Good Let's question. Be honest. It's. He, no. So let's mark Stand, out. Let's mark out no so for the Great American Bash or the Bash of the Beach, depending on Roddy Piper. And uh, we only know like of two matches. Oh, you're gonna know before more. this. So let's mark out no so for this. All right. 
Father's Day, June 13th, Baltimore Arena. We're in Baltimore, baby. Baltimore, normal home for the bash. I mean... Hardcore match. Yeah. Not great. Brian Nobbs versus Hack. Nope. Nope. Mikey Whipwreck. There it is. Yeah, there he is. Facing... I guess. Van Hammer. What? <sighs> no. 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 Buff Bagwell versus Disco Inferno. Nope. Nah, I'm good. The No Limit Soldiers. Conan and Rey Mysterio Jr. Versus Kurt Hennig and Bobby Duncombe Jr. No. No sell on that one. The Cat, Ernest Miller, takes on Horace Hogan. <laughs> Wait, did I just not read that? Yeah. yeah. Fuck. No. No. Ric Flair versus Roddy Piper? No. False Count Anywhere match. Oh. Sting and Rick Steiner. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'll do one. Tag team match for the world titles. The Jersey Triad, DDP, Canyon, and Bigelow versus Benoit Saturn. I'll mark out for that one. I'll mark out for that. Yeah. Kevin Nash and Randy Savage for the no, WWE no, title. No, 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 no. That's the Great American Badge. That's not great, Bob. Uh, No, it's not. I refuse. And do it again, Corey. <laughs> yeah, give Try us again. Yeah, yeah. Spin the wheel. Spin, Fuck that. We're going to reshuffle that. <laughs> Whew, that first part. Yeah. That first five matches. So last week, I guessed Disco Inferno versus Mikey Whipwreck. I would prefer Disco have that match than I guessed <laughs> than the two fucking we get instead. You don't think what Mikey? The fuck. You don't think Mikey Whipwreck versus Van Hammer is worth your pay per view money in 1999? No, no, I don't. Well, I thought of myself. No, no, it wasn't. Hey, at least there's a debut. When? At the pay per view. Oh, there will be? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Whether that's good or bad is completely subjective. Awesome. Can't wait to I'm find that out. I'm guessing bad because it's WCW. I mean, it's completely subjective, so. Dude. I cannot wait. So let's move on, oh, shall we? Oh, you can, trust me. Shall we move on? I forgot it's the heat time. <sighs> it's Sunday. Yep. Tell oh. us about the King of the Ring qualifiers. Can do. We're going to go back a day, June 6th, and we're in Long Island, New York for Sunday Night Heat. Uh, we're going to recap from last week's Monday show with the Undertaker Vince highlights, Undertaker and... The 45th anniversary of uh, D-Day. Yep, Stone Cold, and then the Greater Power showing off Stone Cold's... Uh, his face is Stone Cold. Our first match is a King of the Ring uh, qualifier match. The Road Dog versus Godfather. Match goes about three minutes. Godfather goes for a corner splash, but Billy Gunn comes out of nowhere and accidentally hits the Godfather with a chair as he was aiming for Road Dog. After the match, Billy attacks the Godfather, but Road Dog chases Billy up the ramp. Promo time with good old JR in the ring, and he's with the Acolytes. First off, JR's mic does not work at the beginning. Uh, Bradshaw says that they're the best tag team, and they'll take on anyone, any, anyone right here, right now. The Brood come out. They brawl for about a minute. Lights go off. Lights come back on. And the Acolytes are covered in blood. Backstage... Stone Cold has arrived to the arena, and he is in a bad mood. Our next match, King of the Ring qualifier, The Big Show versus Draws. This can't go more than 30 seconds. It goes about 30 seconds. Exactly. Uh, Backstage, we see Stone Cold talking to some officials. Then Albert and Draws walk past him. Albert bumps into him. Austin beats him up. 
Our next match is for the Intercontinental Championship. As it's Jeff Jarrett with Deborah versus Mark Henry with D'Lo and Ivory. Henry and D'Lo have new theme music. Uh, Henry comes out wearing slacks and in a vest. They show us the highlights from GD TV last week of uh, uh, Henry Henry having new... Yep. Uh, Deborah gets on the apron. Ivory... Ivory gets in the ring, and then they begin to grab each other. Then all of a sudden, Stone Cold runs down, stuns Henry and D'Lo, and goes for Jarrett, but he gets away. (laughs) Our next match, meet with PMS versus Ken Shamrock. This is when Kevin Kelly's talking about the higher power. Who could it be? Who knows? It could be Shawn Michaels or Jake the Snake Roberts, because they have history with Stone Cold. Shamrock wins with the ankle lock. Jarrett comes down, hits Shamrock with the guitar. Jarrett then puts Shamrock in the ankle lock. And then Stone Cold runs down and stuns Jarrett and Meat. We get a promo backstage with my uh, with Ken Shamrock as he challenges Jeff Jarrett on Raw to a Lion's Den match. I have to stop you there. Yes. Just in the last match in that promo, they went through three weeks worth of segments in about 12 minutes. Yes. Yep. Yep. Okay, cool. Less than 12, to be honest. If you, if you include commercials, then yes. Uh, Cole tells uh, Lucas to go find... Uh, Lucas, the WWF reporter.com reporter, to go talk to Austin. And Lucas thinks it's funny, but he's like, no, you have to. Our next match is a King of the Ring qualifier match as it's Test versus Kane. Uh, Test does a backdrop over the top ropes to Kane, but uh, lands on his feet. Kane reverses Tess's finisher into a tombstone. Kane faces the Big Show in the next round in three weeks. Oh, I can't wait for that. Uh, backstage, Lucas tries to interview Austin. Austin says the great power isn't here. He'll find out tomorrow. Our main event, King of the Ring qualifier match. Our sixth match on Heat. Val Venus versus China. Triple H gave the spot to China because he doesn't have anything to prove anymore. China wins with the pedigree. Uh, Triple H and Val get into the match. Refs try to break it up. But here comes Stone Cold, and he stuns everybody. This is when Tim White takes the worst stunner of all time. Uh, As he does. Yes. Oh, wow. This is it. This is the one where uh, Austin goes down, and White does a... Oh, and then he goes down. the Lindis? Linda's is all time bad. Well, this is one of the worst. Ooh. Austin Austin grabs uh, White's head, but White leans back and slips out. So Austin just goes down, stunning nothing, and then White just collapses to the ground like he took it. I bet he got in huge trouble for that. Yes. So that was six matches on a forty-five minute. That's show. a lot to cram in. It it amazes me that Heat was getting like a five point five. Yeah, every week. it happened. Um, let's go to June 7th again, 1999. We're in Boston, Mass., and we're at for Monday Night Raw. We get a recap from last week's uh, Raw. Greater power showing himself to Austin. Uh, last night, causing hell by stunning 500 people. Promo time with Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon comes out in his wrestling gear. Vince wants to meet this higher power. He thinks, But he, feels he may have already done so. He feels like he's already done so. It's really uh, he says that the rumor is that the higher power is even more demonic than the Undertaker. 
Confirmed. Uh, they, you know, they said, uh, he says, you know, the rumors are flying that it's Shawn Michaels. Could be a McMahon or Jake the Snake Roberts. Before I move on, Corey, is Jake the Snake coming back? Why the fuck are they throwing his name out? No, but he was heavily considered for this because if you think about it, he's got a history <coughs> with Taker. And if you're thinking demonic, higher power that's pure evil, imagine the promos he'd cut. I think they. But uh, he was nowhere near in a place where he could, um, you know, okay. <laughs> do that. All right. Um, Vince says he's going to go no holds barred against this greater power. Vince believes the greater power is a McMahon. He thinks it's Shane. Vince then challenges Shane to a no holds barred match. Vince then says, I'll sweeten the pot and puts up his 50% of the WWF, but, Shane wa- but he wants Shane to put up his other 50 it's a winner-take-all match. Shane comes out, and he accepts the match. But Shane says "I'm uh, that he isn't the greater power. Shane says Undertaker's going to bring up the greater power, and he's going to reveal himself. Before we move on, yep. with not spoiling, would you rather have the greater power reveal himself or have someone reveal him by, like, you know, like a Scooby-Doo take the mask off incident? What, for what they're going for, I think the self-reveal is, is better. better. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Uh, commentary brings up, hey, we have a Lion's Den match, Jeff Jarrett versus Ken Shamrock. Of course. Uh, Why not? Should probably just be a pay-per-view attraction, but hey. Right. Uh, we have a WWF Tag Team Championship match, the Acolytes versus the Brood, members of Gangrel and Edge. Well, then, <laughs> and then, hey, you know, Shane was just out saying that the... Higher power might show himself off. So here how, it comes. How would a blue dot look in a puffy shirt? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, here comes the corporate ministry. They all come out, but Shane. They're still speculating that it might be Shane. Undertaker says that he's been talking about this uh, for three months. Undertaker brings out the higher power, Ooh. as he called him. But then the greater power gets the mic, and you can hear Shane's voice saying, I told you Shane McMahon wasn't the greater power. You didn't want to believe me. And then Shane walks out to the ramp. I thought that was kind of cool. Like, A little sp- dissected. Yeah. So then Shane goes off on about the greater power, how he is a mastermind. He can attack your fears. He is smarter than everybody. Shane wants one witness. Kurgan. Oh, <laughs> Maybe. Shane won, but the higher power is shorter than Taker. Corrigan loses kneecaps. <laughs> Golga, Golga, got it. <laughs> it could be Luna. <laughs> um. <laughs> Fucking god! <laughs> Holy shit! It must be Austin. Shane uh, wants one witness and he calls out Vince. Vince comes on the Tyantron and says, "I'm fine where he's at." The greater power then reveres himself to be. Vince McMahon. You don't fucking say. It was me, Austin. It was me all along. I just love JR. Oh, son of a bitch. So, before I move on, guys, the higher power that they've been talking of for three months now, a la three weeks. They (laughs) take her or bring it up. That's actually. He mentioned him a couple times in February when it started. He mentioned him. In December, on the first week that I joined this show. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so they're lying. So they've been so six months now. Higher power. Who can it be? 
Austin, uh, Taker looks up to him. Who can this be? And then it turns out to be Vince McMahon. Which, by the way, I'll tell you this now. I did not, I was not watching as much Nitro at the time. Because I did not know Eric Bischoff spoiled it. Neither did I until I watched it this yeah. week. I yeah. Like, oh, wow. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting because, I mean, like, it was obviously going to be Vince. But uh, there wasn't a taped show. It's a live Raw. Yeah, this so was... So it was interesting that they spoiled it. Well, notice he didn't do it until long enough into the show where they had a feed. And he's like, oh, it's McMahon, so... It's fair. You think he didn't do it until, like, the, what, 20-minute mark? Yeah, yeah, he did. He did it 20 minutes in. Yeah. That's fair. But, yeah, they, um... Anyone else have a problem with this? I do. No, actually, I don't. Uh, it comes from a, a point you made last week. That, uh... Why would Vince show himself to Austin? Mm-hmm. Um... Be- and why Austin wouldn't say anything, and it leads that'll, to that'll come next. But yes, yeah, which is why just I don't it. So I think the issue I have with it being Vince is the idea of the fact that he is he's been a heel against Austin for the past year, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden he's babyface, and he got over as a babyface within mm-hmm. two to three weeks. Mm-hmm. Okay, but then all of a sudden you change him back to the heel like that. Like, that's just my thing of, like, you got him over as a Bayface. Let him run for a Bayface longer than three weeks. But fans didn't want to cheer Vince McMahon. My problem, they weren't cheering for him, though. They didn't want to, though. But my, they were. My problem is that even though he mentioned him once or twice in December, and I don't think they knew who would be back then. Probably not. By the time the storyline ramped up in February, Austin had nothing to do with anything. So the fact that it's based around fooling Austin to me, is a huge flaw in the storyline. Yeah. It's like it didn't even start having anything to do with Austin. Until February. Yeah. Until he saved Stephanie, like, halfway through the storyline. Right. So why... So the, so the why that he explains to me is utterly fault. It's, it's, it's stupid. It's like, okay, that makes no sense whatsoever. You totally just retconned it sometime in early May... Um, and you know, wrestling, that's not the first time that's yeah. to happen, but, but that bugged me and it took me out of it to that degree. It, it, bug, it yeah, it's, <clears throat> excuse me, knowing the fact that it's Vince just what as a watching, like I'm just going off the mindset of watching the show, the doing the war stories every week and be like, this hasn't, Vince has no purpose of being this higher power. The fact that Vince was the agony father for what two months yeah and then all of a sudden i own, did it to kidnap your own daughter to take photos keep, of you. yeah to keep a guy from winning a title in a wrestling company is a bit far-fetched as well but this is the attitude era, it is so uh vince uh, you know i love like i said before i love jr going oh son of a bitch well, hold on hold on joe yeah so if you take the awesome part of that out of it say so he's never involved mm-hmm. who should it have been I mean, that's a good question. Uh, I'm a fan of doing storylines where you have the answer before you start them. Yeah. And they definitely should have. I can tell you who they considered. Uh, and some of these names probably didn't get past the initial, like, right. no. Nah. But these were the names thrown out. Uh, Jake the Snake, Shawn Michaels, Vince McMahon. He was always at least, you know. Um, and believe it or not, and this came from Vince Russo, not Vince McMahon. It was shut down immediately. Christopher Daniels. Yep. Because he had just started the Fallen Angel character on the Indies. 
it was getting over. Russo was a fan, wanted to bring him in, thought this would be a good chance, but he was too short for Vince. So it was. I saw Daniels on heat like a month ago. Oh, yeah, no, it's fine. To, that's, that's how Russo saw him. It's like, yeah. you know, this is a good idea. It's fine to do job squashes on heat, but as a contracted employee, no, he nixed it right away. Um, so, yeah, that those were the names bandied about. And believe it or not, this one isn't uh, verified, but Brutus Beefcake. Wow. But he's still what? under, technically still under contract as the disciple. <laughs> so I'm not too sure about that one. Checks out. Uh, Vince begins to mock the crowd. Uh, you all uh, bought it. Y'all, my family bought it. Hook, line, sinker. Hmm. Vince, uh, uh, Vince says Austin made him do it. Uh, Vince had to give Austin a lesson that he would never forget. Uh, Vince says that he will sink to new lows to make sure Austin's life is a living hell. Also, shouldn't The Rock be completely pissed off that he was discarded and used in this as a pawn that they didn't even care about? It was just to get to take her? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so then, <clears throat> excuse me, Linda and Stephanie McMahon come out on stage. Steph wants to know why they did that to her. They were so cruel to her. Vince says it's just business, but they still love her. Then Linda goes, let's talk about <laughs> That's business. That's the realest sentence he's ever said in that ring. Yeah. <laughs> let's talk about business. <laughs> As Vince is like, what, what's going on, Linda? I love you. <clears throat> Linda then brings up that uh, bring up the lie about Shane and Vince both owning fifty percent. Since there are four McMahons, they each own a quarter percent of WWF, which is also bullshit. Also yeah. So this morning, <laughs> Linda called an emergency meeting at the office. <clears throat> the board of directors. I want to get into this, but I want to. I need to finish. It's like the uh, championship committee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I I really want to get into this. Like we we talked about it last week, but I'll bring it up in a minute. Dre- she brings up that uh, there's some new changes going around here. Uh, dress code's gonna be cut off jeans. There's gonna be a lot more profanity. Drinking on the job. Earlier today, she she stepped down as CEO and she handpicked the successor to be Stone Cold Steve Austin. Crowd pops as Austin comes out wearing a baseball jersey and a tie. The McMahon men have dumbfounded looks on their face. So, before I move on, guys, we talked about this last week. If the higher power, greater power, they don't know who it is, right? Mm -hmm. What gives the... And Vince is a babyface till three minutes ago. What gives the idea to have Linda and Stephanie go... You know what, guys? I think we need to have an emergency meeting right now and give Austin fifty percent of the company. It was Austin's Austin idea. Told him who, he told him to do it. He told him who it was. They showed. That's why it showed him last week who it was. That's so. why Austin not saying anything for a week makes sense yeah, now. Because he went to Linda. Okay. Here's what's going on. Okay. Said, "Hey, you want to get him back? Put me in charge." Okay. Yeah. See, because they don't say it, but it's so it makes now more sense. Uh, uh, Stone Cold starts it off by flipping off Vince, telling Vince that. Uh, he would make this transition smooth. However, you're right in the fact that this should have been like weeks long. <laughs> like, yeah, I, but like, hey, let's just so do it all in 12 minutes. I yeah. knew the reveal. I knew this part. I was like, this is a minute later? Fuck. Yeah. 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 Joe said it a bunch of times. Like, how many moments, iconic moments, are just in the same fucking show? Like, I swear to God, I thought they were months right. apart. And just, yeah. 
the next fucking segment. But, you know, and called then like hot shot. And then Jesus like you know we Christ. we were doing about like talking about stuff last week about how something happens, then all of a sudden they have the rebuttal instantly. You're like, how the hell did you know that? Like Austin being a druid last week. How did you know it was Austin? And they play his music, right? It's yeah, just, no, that bugged me. Bugged, makes no it, sense. This is what bugged me this week of Linda and Steph coming out because since they never, I never put two and two together, and they never said that well, on. I mean, you know, maps, not numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's twenty nine. Um. <laughs> so, um, first uh, Austin is going to give himself a championship match. And <laughs> checks out. Just, that's every wrestler who's ever been in charge. That's right. Booker Man. Yes. He's got uh, the big Stone Cold pencil. At the next pay-per-view, the King of the Rings, Stone Cold's putting himself in a handicap match against both men McMahons. Uh, Vince says, uh, you're the on. Men McMahons. I love it. Yeah. Uh, Vince says, you're on, but we're going to put some stipulations to this match. And Vince, Austin's like, I don't care. Uh, Austin's going to put Shane in a handicap match tonight against X Pac and Kane for screwing no, them over. That's X Pac and Kane. X Pac. Yep, I you meant, can never I, say Pac. I meant to say Pac. It was always Pac, and it yep. be nuts. Against X Pac tonight and Kane for what they did last week. Uh, the members of the union, uh, they can have any any match against anybody tonight. But hey, you know, Shamrock has already a match with Jarrett. So hey, that so other two, you're fine. Uh, Stone Cold brings up. That uh, Foley isn't here. Get well soon. Stone Cold then puts Triple H in a cask match. What is a cask match? Uh, Triple H is going to have to put a full leg cast on and face The Rock. He's pissed. So uh, that is what we're getting tonight. The union. That's right. That's right. Wow. I mean, that was a nice little turn where... Shane had played Havoc with these matches yep. for weeks, so now Stone Cold's doing it. It's fair. Uh, but then Sean just did it two weeks ago. Too, and right? also doesn't work as good two years later when they do it again. Yeah. But we're not going to get there. We digress. So let's Hot move. shotting. <laughs> First match time, Joe. I thought next would be the ladder match for control of the... Oh, no. Uh, no, no, no. We go backstage. With it's not a pole match. No, we go backstage with Linda and Stephanie giving Austin a corporate gift. It's a briefcase full of beer. He hands them each one. Oh, and don't lie. You want that briefcase? I do. That was a nice briefcase. <laughs> and then uh, Austin uh, says uh, he's going to make Vince's life a living hell. I liked it. Um, Stephanie looked like she had uh, opened a beer or two before. Yeah. Linda looks so Linda, unnatural for Linda's her. Linda's like, what do I do with this can? <laughs> yeah. How do I open I don't, What is this? This doesn't go in a glass that yeah. I smell. Somebody Stephanie's open. like, I'll just shotgun this bitch <laughs> yeah. right now. <laughs> what? Stephanie can put a couple back. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's around the boys. That's <laughs> just, you know. We'll get to that later on tonight. Ooh. Tag team championships as it's the brood members of Edge and Gangrel versus the Acolytes. The bell rings at... 34 minutes. All which I is am 48 minutes into the show. Is give Christian a chance. Right? The worker in this match. <laughs> well, <laughs> not in this match. Not in this match. Uh, during the match, Michael Hayes and the Hardy Boys do come out. Uh, Bradshaw hits a clothesline from hell for the win. Uh, Hayes and the Hardys grab Christian and then take him up the ramp and attack him until Edge comes out and makes the save. Sounds so, hey, right. the, the work. I thought the match was okay. It's your, your, it reminded me of the past six-man tags they've been doing, minus the third man on each team. I mean, it, go ahead. 
I was say he should have known at that chance at that point. Vince didn't like him when they they did the meeting for the match before. And it's like, here we go, Edge Gangrel, you're taking on the APA. We're gonna give Christian Christian the heat segment. Christian, he's gonna yeah. get. <laughs> What's your name? Uh, puffy shirt guy. You're gonna get your ass kicked. Edge is gonna save you. I'm not in the match. I don't care. Uh, like the Acolytes are a good team. Uh, Gangrel and Edge are okay as a team. Obviously, the other two would be better later. But um, just give my man's Christian a chance. Jesus. Well, we'll find out if Christmas will ever get a chance. This uh, commentary brings up that we have a WWF Women's Championship match tonight. Uh, Deborah and Nicole Bassens, I believe that's the only people you have in your division in, now. And then all of a sudden, they cut to two fans wearing a Kane and Mankind mask. But you know what's weird is they're both wearing cardigans. Yeah, I'm fooled. I don't know who that might be. I'm confused. Uh, we get a, another promo with uh, in the ring with Cole and the Union as they want to find out, hey, who are you going to be facing tonight? Big Show says that he wants to face Undertaker, and he also is going to have Undertaker put his title on the line because, hey, he can pick the match. That checks out. I mean, that's the smartest man in the room right there. Uh, yeah, it is. Uh, then Ken Shamrock goes, hey, I do have a Lions Den match with Jeff Jarrett, but I'm going to put that on hold, and I want to face Vince McMahon. But we don't bait and switch on this channel. Yeah. Uh, he... I like I, his reasonings, though. Yeah, I like the reasonings. Sense. And they keep cutting back and forth between uh, Shane and Vince and then the who's the guys in the ring. Uh, Ken says that uh, that Vince was there to help him. Um, he was there to help Vince. He helped find his daughter. Vince embarrassed him, and he wants him in the lion's den. He wants payback tonight. Mm-hmm. Solid and, reasoning. And he wants to face Absolutely. Yep. Tastin says, hmm. um, can Stephanie McMahon come out here? And then Tess asks Stephanie out as they cut back to Vince and Shane freaking out. I've never dropped to one knee to ask a girl on a Me date. either. Oh. <laughs> I thought I thought he was proposed. I was like, Jesus. Shamrock did. Right? He's like, Shamrock. Oh, shit. But yes, uh, Tess gets down on one knee to ask Stephanie out as the um, commentary brings up about how um, Vince is a overprotected father and won't let Stephanie yes, and Stephanie is won't he though <laughs> rumor in earlier tonight proves differently rumor more, more like an overprotected boyfriend <laughs> anyway yeah a jealous uh, ex but Vince doesn't allow uh, Stephanie to date any of the guys in the back nobody looks at Stephanie's Dig breasts it. but me Dig it. and yeah. um a lot in common there uh <laughs> I like the fact that like they cut back to Shane and the reaction Shane's like that's not even a match what are they doing? Like, yeah. You can't do no. that. Shane went apoplectic. Oh, yeah. Shane fucking... Shane thought he saw Midian in a car. Yeah. <laughs> which... <laughs> which Still the best stands part of the story to reason the, Whenever you hear, like, behind the scenes, like, true stories about Shane, uh, overprotective brother yep. growing up, and the one thing he did get from his dad, he is willing to fight at the drop of dude, a hat. We'll throw fucking <laughs> yeah. hands, dude. And unlike Vince, uh, he could probably win a couple fights. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, we have um, that to look forward to the rest of the night. And then I guess Tess is going to go out with Stephanie. That's that weird, like, blue tracksuit Shane was wearing. What the fuck? I don't the know. Fuck did he get that from? The Rock. Like, wow. Like, there's a hand-me-down the from rock The Rock. Le- the Rock left it when he left the corporation. <laughs> yeah. The fuck is that? <laughs> he left it hanging. Shane's, Shane's like, like you know sweet. And then he did, like, the shuffle in front of it. Full gear, bro. <laughs> <It's> free gear. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, then we cut backstage to seeing the doctor. Rotation. Real quickly, I just envision Shane in everyday life doing that shuffle when he's really happy. Oh, hell yeah. Like, oh, look at that pair of nuckies. Nuckies at number one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we see the doctor 
quotations. Put, putting the leg cast on. The grip is back. <laughs> putting the leg cast on Triple H as he's freaking out. Fuck God, the leg Kept cast. pushing him back. Yeah, yeah, get off me. I got the finish. I got the finish. I got You're the covering finish. My, th- my luscious thigh meat. Yeah. Let's go to our next match, shall we? Is this X Pac versus Kane. Now, Matt Kane versus Shane McMahon. Uh, match well, starts for a second, man, and then the two fans wearing the Kane and Mankind mask come out and attack, and it's the posse. You don't say. Wearing they, that? I never saw it coming. Uh, they're wearing the same outfits they left at Raw three weeks ago. If they want to be creative, they should have wore the entire Kane bodysuit and Mankind oh, yeah. outfit. Oh, oh yeah. That, that would have been awesome. There goes my theory that the posse were driving the Hummer. My theory was higher power it was the posse stacked on top of each other. <laughs> uh, or it could have been the fourth member, the forgotten member of the posse. Uh, Willie Green. Willie Green. Yeah. Could have been. If you're forgotten, you can't be the higher power. Yeah. So that's the point. But that's you. the point. Swerve, bro. Uh, Briscoe and Patterson then come out and beat up the uh, posse and throw them back into the ri- uh, ring as K and Xbox hit their signature moves the Bronco Buster, Rough Rider, and Choke Slam. They're Bronco Buster on this show. Yeah. Is anybody else mildly surprised? I mean, this seriously. That in 1999 WWF, Patterson and Briscoe didn't get a quick run with the tag belts. Yeah. Yes. 100%. Especially when they fought the... Uh, Look how over they are. Especially how they fought the posse and they came out to Real American not too 100%, long ago. 100%. I could have swore they would have got a title shot. Yeah. Uh, well, then we go backstage with Michael Cole and Deborah. Deborah says she doesn't want to have a match tonight because she has 30 days to defend her title. But then she challenges Nicole Bass to a bikini contest. And if Deborah wins, she does not have to face Bass at all. Definitely her idea. But Excuse if, me. But if Nikki, if Nicole Bass wins the bikini contest tonight, she gets a title shot. Yep. I'd rather watch the sewage thing again than see Nicole Bass in a bikini. Let's find out later on tonight, shall we? Our next match no. is. Well, we will later nope. on. Yeah, we will. We're going to skip that segment. Yeah. Okay, we're, we're, we're skipping. We're going to network cut this shit out. We're going to network cut the cast they match. They said oh, Got a it. bunch. We cut yeah. it out. Our next match is Triple H in a long leg cast versus The Rock with his broken arm This cast. was as funny watching Triple H walk as oh, I thought yes. it was going to be. It was hilarious to me. Him trying to get, drag his right <laughs> foot with him. Like, come on, come on. Um it was a basic squash match for The Rock to get one up on Triple H, but it was funny. Uh, Rock uses a chair on Triple H. Rock's going to go to the people's elbow, and then The Undertaker comes into the ring and choke slams him. Then the ref calls for the bell. Undertaker tombstones The Rock onto the chair. Big Show comes out and makes the save. Then we get a promo for WWF.com, which looks so much better than what the WCW one they gave us earlier today. Let's is it, hold on. Is this still the time frame? I can't remember the late 90s. Is this still the time frame where they're on different uh, platforms? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That could be why, too. Because yeah. didn't WF have the better AOL? AOL. Yeah. yeah. AOL keyword WWF. WWF. had CompuServe. Uh, yeah. CompuServe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which was not great. No. But so the, that's uh, why. it's okay. just, yeah, the promos for each yeah. one. It's just like. The, I wasn't sure when that stopped. I don't either. Right around 2000. When the, the, buy, yeah. the buyout? Ish. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, but yeah, like when the both promo show, like when I was talking about it earlier, about how the WCW one looks like it's from the 70s, you know? Plus, you can look at 26 uh, superstars oh, on shit. this one. Boom. Let's go to Corey's match tonight. Deborah versus Nicole Bass in a bikini contest. Who let the dogs out? Who, 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 oh, who, shit. Who, who. We got them $200,000. Yep. 
Uh, Jerry Lawler's the judge. Uh, the, they, Fuck the Bajam in. The, uh, the winner will be determined by the crowd reactions, and Deborah wins. Of course. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, don't say. Lawler races Deborah hand and call and your winner Nicole. I mean Deborah. Uh, Jarrett and Val get into it. Val holds Jarrett so Bass can hit him with the guitar, but Deborah pulls Jarrett out of the way and Bass hits Val. Eventually, eventually doesn't uh, break the guitar the right way. Nope. Ba- uh, Val and Bass get into it, but Bass then says "screw you" and then leaves. That's just like. As Val is bleeding in the back of his head because of the guitar shot. What's the point of all that working out if you can't break a fucking plywood guitar? I I mean, that's a good point. Jesus Christ. you know it's gimmicked. Like, fuck, man. (laughs) And it's a gimmick show, and you you know. Uh, We go backstage with Shamrock and Vince getting ready for their match. We get a GTV, not Mm, GDTV. One week, and they're like, oh. PMS uh, in the bathroom and towels talking about men's penises. Riveting. Riveting action. Just the best part. Our next match is the Godfather versus Mr. Ass. That's his name now. Billy Gunn. Godfather attacks Billy on the ramp. JR brings up the Austin and said that he will fire any member of the corporation if they get involved in the Lions End match tonight. Uh, Godfather gets thrown to the outside. Ref is doing a 10 count. Road Dog comes in, hits the pump handle slam on Billy. Godfather then comes in and looks confused and goes, All right, I'll pin him for the win. Uh, we get a promo, a riveting promo by Draws and Albert as Draws pukes, and that makes Albert puke. Cool. I'm so glad they did this. Then we get a split screen of Undertaker posing, looking at the camera, and Big Show tying his boots. Our next match is a hardcore match, and it's for the championship, I believe. Yep. Draws versus Al Snow. Al Snow enters the... Enters the, uh... Uh... Arena through the fans. Heart, um, bell rings and Snow then runs straight to the back. They fight to the arena's bar. Draws Chuck's plates at uh, Snow but hits the rep instead. Al tries to do the patent bar fight move of uh, sliding him over the counter. But he isn't as wet enough or sli- like sweaty enough to... Wasn't wet enough. He wasn't wet enough. And uh, JR says Brown this. Um, and as they're fighting it, did you guys catch the JR comment? No, I tuned out in this match mentally. I um, watched it, but I don't remember a fucking um, thing about it. They fight for a little bit, and JR goes, this isn't your geriatric league trying to cover their bald spots. Ooh. I did not hear that. Yeah. Funny they say that during this match. Yeah, weird. Al, uh, Al Snow hits uh, draws with a plant or a uh, aardvark, and uh, that's what they called it for the win. Let's go to our next match. This is the Lions Den match. Vince McMahon versus Ken Shamrock. Vince enters first and then uh, gets a chain and tries to lock out Ken. Finally, uh, after about a couple, like after a minute, they finally get the uh, uh, Vince yanks the chain and wraps it around his fist. Uh, Shamrock's about to enter the zone as he starts screaming like he does. Then Jeff Jarrett comes out of nowhere and lays uh, Shamrock out with the chair. Shamrock then falls into the Lions Den face down, allowing Vince to put the ankle lock on for the win. Riveting. Yeah, no. uh, we get we go backstage <laughs> with Undertaker and Paul uh, Big Show headed to the ring. Paul uh, Big Show. Paul, Paul Big Show. I was going to say uh, Paul Bear. Uh, and show headed to the ring. Uh, then we see the McMahons, McMahons, uh, both men running from the arena. We have a King of the Ring update. We're to our Elite Eight. Uh, our next matches will be Billy Gunn versus Ken Shamrock, Big Show versus Kane. Hardcore Holly versus X Pac and Road Dog versus China. 
Let's go to our main event for the WWF Championship match, as it's The Undertaker versus The Big Show. A pretty back-and-forth match between the two. Undertaker uses his chair on the outside to get take the advantage. Big Show then choke slams Undertaker through the ring. Acolytes and Minion come out to get choke slam. Undertaker, as this is happening, Undertaker no sells the choke slam and then gets out of the hole and walks up the ramp. And that right. is how we end Raw. I love that spot. Yep. Until Taker decides, eh, fuck it. Until he gets the fuck up. Goddamn it. Right? Couldn't like, just lay there, dude. Seriously? I hate 99 Taker. Fuck. Also because before he, at this point, he really is believing his shit. Like, he believes he's, like, so important. Jesus and it's like, you know Christ, what? Dude. Fuck you, dude. So, guys, what was the better show? Uh, Raw. Oh, Raw. Yes. God Easily. Damn. Easily Raw. The attempted murder didn't help? No. 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 Who was in the Hummer? I mean, I have an idea. So, let's go to the ratings. Vehicles. Let's go to the ratings, shall we? For last week, WCW got a 3.3 and WF got a 6.3. <laughs> this week, with the greater higher power, greatest higher power of all time revealment. In that very ring. In that very ring. WCW got a 3. Oh, point, oh no. A 3.2. No, 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 no. Uh, 3.2. And WF got a 6.7. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, it checks out. Yeah. I you mean, know the best thing that ever happened to that company? Owen Hart's death. I sound callous when I say that, but what I mean is, I'm being sarcastic. What I mean is, you would think something like that would have maybe been a hiccup with consumers. Fuck no. More people turned out afterwards. Yeah. So let's uh, turn Sick out. Me. Let's turn out to the award show. Corey, give me um, some tunes. No chance. Oh, that's what you got. There you go. <laughs> you, sh- you should have been the Shane laughing in the background. You know? <laughs> Shuffling. Yeah. <laughs> so let's go to the award show time. So let's go to worst match of the night. Hack and Prince Ikea for me. Yep. Yep. Start early and start off. And fuck that shit. I believe we talked about mm, I'm a descent. Yeah. Lenny Lane. I thought you would Scotty go there. Scotty Riggs. I thought because so I had them actually rated the exact same, but we do not need a, a Nitro special with those two. Yeah, nope. I'll stick with IK and Hack because the take out the cig, uh, put out the cigarette spot went longer than the match. We already talked about favorite match of the night, best match of the night, Mexican, Mexican death, death match. Hell yeah, hell, hell yeah. yeah. Give me more of that. Give me more. Uh, who is your MVP? Austin. What? Yeah, I gotta go Austin yeah. tonight. I mean, he, he nailed his part. He yeah. did. He's the the new CEO. Who is your Moa Dib? Roddy Piper. You were the fucking worst, dude. I'm adjacent to you. Yeah. Buff Bagwell. You I sucked mean, in that promo, and then you sucked against Disco Inferno. That is fair. Uh, I'm gonna go Disco Inferno. Jesus. So we're all in the same area. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Corey. Yeah. Uh, WTF. Just them rushing through this higher power shit. This is like a month's worth of storylines that they did in the first 30 minutes of the show. Um, that's why this business sucks now. They hot-shotted to death mm-hmm. from 97 to 2002, and now they've never recovered. Imagine if like you had Vince as the higher power fuck with Austin for two months, and then Austin's like takes over from Linda and stuff. Yeah. This would have been a storyline that would have culminated at SummerSlam Summer years mm-hmm. prior. After months of this, instead of it started really 
the night after Over the Edge, and it'll conclude at King of the Ring. Yep. Are you kidding me? Booble? Uh, it's related to Corey's uh, Moadib uh, about Bagwell push. That's what, that's what we're doing. We're just, we're just going to push Buff Bagwell. Roddy Piper in 1999 is going to push Buff Bagwell. All right. Uh, the best of luck. Good luck. They'll need it. <laughs> Pushing the wrong young guys there, WCW. Uh, my WTF is the... It, it's going to... My WTF is the fact that WCW is doing things right now and at this time that current day WWE will try to do the same thing. Push Buff Bagwell? It's almost... <laughs> no. It's almost as if nobody learned from history. No. The, like, Hummer spot. The, uh, let's pour sewage on, or crap on somebody. But instead of calling it crap, we're going to call it sewage. But, like, the Hummer spot. And then, who who's driving the Hummer? Which, by the way, go ahead and fill in your guests and let me know, because they never answered it. Oh, checks out. Checks out. I'll go over Kishi. Yeah. I'll go over Kishi. I did it for the macho man. I did it for the lady. But Kishi's like, God damn, how many people I got to hit to get a goddamn push? My, <laughs> I'll run <laughs> motherfuckers over. Yeah, but like, it's just my WTF is the idea of, like, they're doing this spots, and they thought it was good just to... It's a tamer version of what WWF is doing at the time. Yeah. But it's just like, it's just not working. Can you imagine, like, before things got weird between them, in late 99, a young Triple H calls Macho Man. So, uh, know any good Willman? And Macho's like, oh, indeed I do. Yeah. Hebner has a shirt that says, I just screwed Rhett. Rhett uh, says, I will hit your star. Yeah. <laughs> and history was never the same. Yeah. So this brings an end to this week's episode of the War Stories. We're, we're going to be doing the Thundercast soon. It'll be the go-home show to... The Great American Match for WCW. And then next week, here, we'll be doing the pay-per-view war stories. For the Great American Match for WCW, which you can find all of our, all of our lovely podcasts and words at com, Where we have the written words, like, that's my opinion by Mike Boobel. That's me. We have the Dekai Sensei, the database. And we have podcasts, like the Monday Night War Stories, the pay-per-view war stories, the Thundercast. That's my pick. The Gang Reviews. I feel like I'm missing one. The No Cell. The No Cell podcast. And the Retro Review Machine. I was missing two. We got content. We got a lot of that at NoCellEntertainment.com. We have Twitters. You can follow Corey at that KFAB guy. You can follow Mr. Booble at MT Booble. You can follow me at that Joe Lessel. You can follow the producer at Producers End. You can follow No Cell Entertainment at No Cell ENT. Follow, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. On iTunes, Facebook, SoundCloud, Instagram, you sometimes YouTube, Instagram, no, no longer Spotify. Definitely Instagram. Instagram price? Yeah. Okay. Did. For sure. Did I say Instagram price? Yes. Go to Instagram. Definitely Instagram. Instagram price. Okay. For sure. Uh, go to Instagram. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. 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 <laughs> Not no longer Spotify, but you can go to Spotify for No Southern Entertainment presents the one hit wonders. And Instagram. And Instagram. And give us a thumbs up, thumbs down, all that good stuff. And like always, Instagram. That Corey must pose. Why can't I be the higher power? Mm-hmm.